Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corridor Uncertainty podcast. It's weekend roundup time, and it's been a bit of a crazy weekend in the world of football. Today, this week, we'll be talking about the Premier League, as always in the weekend roundup. But if you would like to hear our Carabao Cup roundup alongside the legends at BTB Sports, it's over on Lima. It's out now. Go there and hear our thoughts on the Kepa debacle, the mischances, everything that you think of that happened in that game, we cover it. So check it out. I love it. But now, the time is not for Carabao, it's for the Premier League, which also happened this weekend and kind of got forgotten about after that game took place. But we won't forget about it, but we will forget about it for about five minutes while we ask our questions. Oh, Always, we've got questions for you at home as well as each other. And we'll ask them at the start, and we will answer them at the end. Ooh. Um, so, I'll start. I've got three pancake-themed questions. Three pancake-themed? Well, oh, one's... such good themes, I just forget. One, one, one is a bit of a stretch. I try to do a theme and then run out of time and kind of just... I'm going to make it a theme. The, and also, one of the questions is just, what is my favourite topping on a pancake? Oh, oh I've um, got three questions then. Yeah, good one. Uh, I was going to ask you yours, so that's a nice question. Um, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, famous for his flips in his celebrations. Um, but which club did he score the most goals at? Borussia Dortmund, St Etienne or Arsenal? Um, and then... Cracker of a question, well done. I'm looking at the away Premier League table. I want to flip... To the bottom of that. And who is that in 20th place hit at the bottom of the away Premier League table? Oh, okay, who's in the worst away? Exactly. Hmm. Great question again. So, yeah, over to you. I've got some, some records for you here. Okay. Who has won the most Premier League Player of the Month awards? Hmm, Interesting. And then my other question. Uh, yeah. Sorry, and also, how many has he won? Okay. And then the next one is, who has made the most consecutive Premier League appearances? What's the record for that? Well, that must be high as well. Okay, as well as, I'm sure, what is your favourite topping on a pancake? Yeah, as well as that. Um, have you had any pancakes today? If so, just say yes or no and don't tell me the topping. I have. <laughs> Was it your favourite? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I actually struggle to make pancakes, as in I'm not very good at it. So That surprises me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to make like pre-made ones. Oh, okay. So I plopped them in the microwave and then just added my favourite topping on. Well, there we go. Mm. Okay. Well, let us know your favourite toppings on pancakes. There's a poll out on Twitter. If you make it in time after listening to this, you can go over and have a little vote on that. But for now, we will get back to the usual stuff which is our team of the week, which came Ooh. under a lot of scrutiny last week. Um, but I don't care. So who would you like to put... Oh, we need to do Manager of the Month awards as well and Player of the Month, but I've completely Ooh, forgotten what, about that. What a surprise. Um, I don't think... Have you... Yeah, have you remembered that? I didn't remember that. I have not, I'm afraid. So we'll do that at well, the end. We'll make that up at the spot at the end, yeah. So who have you... In, in the dugout this week, Ben, because I think it's quite a hard one to call. I've 
But for David, that's a fair point. I think you can. I can accept that. Um, I think I'd... Conte deserves a shout. Okay. At the same time, it was against Leeds. Yeah. So, it's like more of a whisper. Yeah, I, I've, I'd also like to put a, a whisper forward for Eddie Howe as well. I think it was a yeah, big game a again, though against Brentford. So. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I don't think you can take it away because it's not like Newcastle are competing at the top. It's a big game. We can't just give it True. to teams that play good teams. Um, but my more of the whisper is Brentford had ten men for the majority of the game, so yeah, they would show. So I'm happy to give it to David. Get yourself it, uh, in, Dave. It was a big game as well. It kind of went under the radar because it was on the same day as the Carabao Cup final. Um, but that's yeah. a big game in the two teams that are really trying to break up that traditional top six, which can can looks like it's forming again. But those two and teams are going to put I think Wolves were more likely to win. Like going into the game, a lot of I yeah. would definitely said that Wolves are going to win. But I, I think watching that, I mean, I only watched on match today, but. It looked like Wolves had only just played on Thursday, whereas West Ham had a, a bit longer to rest. So they did look very leggy. They did make quite a few changes as well. No Jimenez. And there was a few others that didn't play as well. So um, they looked tired. Um, and yeah. that was clear in the result. That's fair. That's fair. Right. Into the goalkeeping sticks. Where are we going? Ooh, I've gone... Well... This is where you're going to be lots of going to say. I've gone for David Raya. I'm not that displeased with that statement. You're not? No. You can get behind it? Yeah, I can. Um, Jordan Pickford, I thought, was good as again. Um, so, two losing so two goalkeepers. Losers. Yeah. Um, but Raya was, was a nomination for me, so I'm happy to get him in the team. I have a feeling yeah, he's yeah. going to have quite a few when we get to the end of the um, season because I think towards the start of the season you had a bit of a, a crush on Brentford and he kept popping up at there as well. Yeah, I quite like him, you know. So, we'll see. Yeah, get him in for now. He's in for now. Um, let's, I mean, this is mad. Every week, and I haven't nominated these as my starting choice, but every week it seems I'm nominating Carl Walker, Peters and Tino Livermento as my fullbacks. I've not got either of them. I I haven't got either of them as my my starting, but I just think like in terms of a pair of fullbacks, I think they're top four at least. What for the complete? For the set, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a really interesting question. Actually, let's go over that. So, that, so I'd say it's obviously Liverpool are top. Um, then City. That's, then it's probably City. Um, then Chelsea and then Southampton. Um, do you not make a case for Arsenal? Tommy Asu's pretty decent. You could make a case, but I'd rather have Liverpool than Tommy Asu. And Carl Walker Peters over Tierney is pretty close as well. Yeah, I really can't really argue with that, can you? You can't. Wamba Zaka and Shaw right now. I'm definitely taking the Southampton boys. Yeah, I think I think that's a fair shout. To be fair, so that, that's pretty mad, isn't it? Well done, Southampton. That's really crazy, actually. If and as well, if you look at it like right now, I mean, I know Reece James is getting back, but Chelsea could have really done with Livermore over the last couple of months. And if you're oh, looking yeah, at Spurs, definitely. 
Spurs have spent ridiculous money on Emerson Royale and Mark Doherty, or Doherty, whatever, however you pronounce it. And they've got Carl Walker-Peters as one of the best right-backs in the league, who's better than yeah. both of them by miles. He was one of their out of their academy, could have just had him for free. Should have. Um, but that's yeah, hindsight. <laughs> okay, so who did you have, if you didn't have those two? I had Matt Doherty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And Pablo Fornells. I feel like Pablo Fornells played more of a left midfield role than a left back role. He played left wing back. I don't think he did, though. I think he did, though. I think he played left midfield, really. Well, then you can you can chalk that off. I mean, it, I mean, it maybe, but I, it's, it, I've got Pablo Fornells. Uh, uh, not starting, but as a nominee further up the pitch on my left midfield, I was my worry. Well, he's not in there, I'm afraid. Sorry, Pab. Um, I've got Matty Cash at right back. I think he had a really good game. The goal topped it off. Yeah, but I think he was good. And then I've got another Matt. I've got Matt Target. Ooh. Um, who I thought was great. I've got quite a lot of Newcastle. Newcastle theme throughout, really. I think they've just performed really well. They were dominant. They look like they're having a bounce, a big bounce on Daily Howe. Um mm. Again, like I say, you said it was Brentford who were in terrible form and looked absolutely horrendous at the moment. And also, they were under 10 men, so you expect them to dominate that game. But yep. it, they did it anyway. So, um, But I don't know. I want Cash at right back, definitely. I think he was fantastic. He's looking great. Um, oh, well. So I'd like him. Go for it, man. Um, but left back, would you prefer Matt Target or Carl Walker Peters? Because I feel like four is a dodgy one there. Let's go KWP. KWP's in again. What a man. What a player. KWP. Probably the he's probably the leading right uh, left back now, surely. Well, you've got Cancelo up there as well. I don't think I've put him in that much though. Yeah, well, you, I I know I'm not going to spoil anything for you. Um, I'm probably the person who... Well, actually, I suppose I could go back and listen. You've probably, got, you've probably had Andy Robertson a few times in there as well. I've seen a cast, actually, yeah. Yeah, so it's a mystery. Who is completing your defence, then? My defence is completed by Kurt Zuma. Yeah. And Ben Davies. Interesting. I've got Fabian Shah and Kurt Zuma. So Zuma's in. Zuma's in. Then I would like to put Shah in because I didn't get any. I didn't get my Newcastle left back. Get him in. I'm happy for that. So I'd like a Newcastle person there. So he's well, in. You might get one in a bit. Well, okay. if we go into our midfield, I've got a pair of magpies in my midfield. Oh, really? I've got a couple of saints. I've got a pair of magpies and a saint, actually, to be exact. I've got Joel Linton, James Ward-Prowse, and Joe Willock. It's I've all got the James Ward- oh, actually, I haven't even got James Ward-Prowse anymore. Did you put I've a Romero? Very defensive midfielder. Yeah. Again, I've got Suchek and Hoiberg. Or Hoiberg. Oh, okay. So they're all, they are all on my list. Also... I'll give a shout out to the Everton boys, Van der Bake and Aaron. And we should talk about the Everton City game, actually. Yep. Um, because it's been quite um, controversial. Controversial, yeah. 
So, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the game, or do you just want to get straight to the handball decision? Um, let's let's talk about the game. So overall, Everton played very well. Yeah. And fair play to them, to be fair. You know, City are the hardest team in the league to, well, not statistically, but hardest team in the league at the moment to keep out. Yeah. Well, second hardest at the moment, I suppose. And they did it for 90 minutes, pretty much. But we're just a bit unfortunate in the end. Yeah, I mean, the goal is very unlucky. It's like deflected off Holgate and then Keane's wrong-footed and he can't really get back into the position he needs. That's a bit of a shocker. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, City, City didn't look their best selves, but they did still break everything down a few times. Pickford made a couple of good saves. Um, but yeah, I thought <laughs> Alan and Van der Beek looked really good in that midfield. Just kind of, I mean, you need a lot of energy in this kind of game. Um yeah, and, you've got the option of so much like defensive work from Alan, and then yeah. you've got your um, what Van der Beek being more creative and stuff, and it's nice to see. Yeah, they just really I mean, put that energy in. Um, yeah, so it's nice to see I mean, him actually playing. At the same time, I really didn't like him. He plays for Everton and United. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it, I think it's like I just think you can't really hate him. Yeah, it's it's not it's just not everyone knows there was a good player in there. Um yeah. everyone wanted to see more of him and it's nice to see him getting minutes, even if it isn't an Everton side that's being destroyed most weeks. Um yeah. which is of course we had the Rodri handball incident. Right. Yeah. What did you make of that? Um well the way I see it, I, I don't think this is like too stupid is a handball. <laughs> like, yeah, because there's a lot of um I can't really take, a... any, take anything else from it apart from it's his arm. Because there's a big huge like as soon as it happened, the Liverpool community on Twitter flew out um to hold, the, yeah. the city are being have bought the title or they paid the refs or it's corrupt. Um well that I don't agree with but it's a handball <laughs> so I'm not even sure it's a handball but it hits arm but right, well basically not in a natural position the, 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 his arm isn't in a natural position that's correct but there is the rule that if it hits the sleeve area yeah. then it's not handball which again there is two, there's two angles that you see that, that that you'd have still images of. It's in, one, it's impossible to tell off a still image because I don't actually know exactly where the ball is on a still image. Um, but there's two. There's there's one that I've seen, and obviously you're looking at his sleeve. His sleeve isn't exactly where the sleeve piece is because you can't just judge it on where the sleeves goes. Otherwise, everyone would just wear long sleeves. Yeah. Um, but that's effectively where it is. Um, but there's two angles. Both of them look. I don't know how it's possible. One of them looks like it has hit him on the sleeve, and one looks like it's hit him below the arm, um, or below the sleeve. But I think my justification for their decision is that it's not clear and obvious if there's two decisions that look different, and therefore they've gone with the referee's choice. However, yeah. I, I think. The referee might have got it wrong, 
it's still a lot closer than the reaction suggests. Everyone's kicking off like it's the worst thing that's ever happened in football. There's been it's worse not, decisions. It's not that much of an issue, but it it could have well because you should have drawn. They should have dropped points. So because I, I well, think if you go back at the course of the season, if if you go back over the course of the season, there'll be worse decisions that got don't get picked up on. Probably, but. It's just quite so obvious. I, I don't, in my eyes, I don't see how it's anything but a, a pen. I don't think it's as obvious as everyone suggests it, that it is. I, I think it's it's close, and they haven't called it, so that's right. I'm sure. I don't think it's a... And also, it's like, I just don't understand. Why don't people understand that? Like, if if everyone does see it as wrong, why don't people understand that there's like there's human error in the game? Like people make mistakes. Yeah, I don't think there was the. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go and threaten the referee's life, but it was a bit frustrating, obviously. But it's like, if because the Liverpool so fans really, Liverpool fans are coming out and saying that City are going to City have bought the title, or City if City win off this is not fair because of a, if in their eyes a referee a mistake. But what about the mistake where Mohamed Salah took an awful penalty against Leicester? No one's slating him for that mistake. So you don't slate the referee for one mistake out of however many games he referees. Well, where, uh, that is true, you're... but no, no Liverpool fans are ever going to go and... Go no, I'm just... But players make way more or... mistakes than referees do and it just gets on the nerves the amount of abuse they get for making one mistake, which yeah. isn't as clear as I think everyone says it is. I think... I, I don't know. I do think it's quite clear. I think it's pretty obvious. Referee... Uh, penalty, sorry. He's hit his arm. It's just it's hit just below his sleeve. If you get that, it's the wrong angle. <laughs> so I, I don't it think it's penalty. penalty. Anyway, it's my point. You don't? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Carry on. Is it? Is um. Go on. I think it's hit his arm. It's below. It's below the sleeve. His arm. He put it out to make himself bigger. Yeah, it's the sleeve rule that makes makes me think it's not because there's one there's one picture that I see that there's there's two pictures that they're constantly showing and one it hits him on the sleeve. So how do they decide which picture they go on? It to touch the ball down. It looks so. But it's irrelevant. The sleeve is not a handball. It, where if it hits the sleeve and he use he can use that however he wants. But it's his arm. But it, on the picture, there's one picture where it hits his sleeve. Yeah, it's just good photo taking. Yeah, but that's one of the images that VAR have got to look at. Well, they need to get better pictures then. I'll send I'll send you them after this. But my point is, there's multiple pictures, and there's and how do you decide which one you choose to use? To be honest, in all honesty, I think at the time Rodri didn't even have any pressure on him. As a professional footballer, he could have probably sorted it out and not had any of these. Yeah, he definitely could have. It, it just but, annoys me that the referees get so much abuse for making an error when players will make more than that error in a single game. Never mind the course of the season. Yeah. Referees' decisions pull themselves out over the course of the season for sure as well. I don't know. Everybody gets decisions go for them. Everyone gets decisions go against them. You know, nobody, there's, no one's ever going to be happy. No, Not everyone will ever be happy from one decision. There's always going to be controversy. So... If this happened in, in, in the Brentford-Newcastle game, 
They're always going to be the scapegoats, the rest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but if this has happened in Brentford, Newcastle, or Southampton, Norwich, or no Palace, Burnley, I wouldn't have even heard that this happened. Maybe not. Unless, if it was mid-table, you probably wouldn't hear, but Everton need to survive, and City need to... That's the problem. People think City need to be stopped. But why do they need to be if they win the games and they deserve to win the game? I don't know. You think City need to be stopped because you want them to. I'm a Liverpool fan. But I'm not out here threatening referees live. No, no, I know. I'm not claiming that. (laughs) But there are a lot. There are a lot. That's the problem. Okay, so let's go back to our midfield then. So Rodri doesn't get in. Rodri's definitely not in there. Um, Let's go for Romeo. So we're going for Romeo as our Southampton man. So what do we need then? We need a a, a saint. I think we need a, a, a magpie in there. Yeah, magpie. You want to go for Joelinton? Uh, let's go for Joelinton, yeah. All right. So then it's between Hoiberg and Suchek, and that's up to you, really. Uh, let's go for Suchek as he won the game. Okay. I think Hoiberg was good, though. Yes, I did agree with that, too. Okay. Right, the front three. Front three, let's, let's do this. the obvious one. Yeah, Harry Kane's in. Harry Kane's in. Harry Kane's in and Harry Kane's back, more importantly. I know I said it two weeks ago and then they did lose to Burnley and then now I'm saying it again, but he is back. I hope so, man. I hope so. I mean, he's never gone away. I mean, he had a ba- you're allowed a pa- bad patch of form in, like once when you've in. He's been like, in such good form for a while. The second yeah. you hit some, not even bad form, you hit some dodgy. Like he'll still probably hit 15 goals this season. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's not exactly going to get. He's already. He must be close to 10 now, surely. Yeah, I think he's on seven or eight anyway. Mm, by that, that's what you know. You know, a lot of players don't even hit double digits, really. Like Danny yeah. Ings, for example, won't hit double digits. Um, yeah. You know, a lot saying, of... basically. Yeah. And then, carry on, sorry. So, when you hit some dodgy form, everyone's at your neck the second, the second it happens because you're so good. But, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. It's not even a mistake, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like it's, it's he was having a hard time. He seems to Conte's come in and it's kind of giving him the boost. Um, Same with Ronaldo. He, like he's struggling at the moment. Yeah, I mean everyone struggles at time time. It's just that Harry Kane. He's been like so good yeah. for so long. You are undoubtedly going to get ripped to pieces by people yeah. who don't knock the run. <laughs> But it, well, I think it's just like it's just we're not we're just so not used to Harry Kane not scoring every week. Exactly. Because we for four seasons in a row or more, I can't even remember how many it is now, but he's been like twenty goals. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's just weird. Yeah. Okay. It's just an odd season by Harry Kane. It is. Standard. Um Spurs top four? Um no. No, me too. Um, Man United top four? No. Wolves? Uh, 
West Ham? Nope. Crystal Palace? Nope. Arsenal? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew that was going to be it. I deserve it the most at the moment. I mean, whoever gets it deserves it. But yeah, they look pretty good. That Wolves game. We were watching I'm the really Wolves game. Really enjoying Arsenal. Really enjoying yeah. Arsenal. Me too. I, I tweeted it. They, they're just a really likeable... It's, it's weird because Arsenal have had such an unlikable team in recent history. And it's really now is probably one of the most likeable squads in the in the Premier League, I would say. I don't know what it is. It must be like Saka, Foden. Not Foden. Smith Rowe. Yes. Yeah, it is. The, the, Arteta's, I think, a really likeable manager. I think like Ramsdale seems really likeable. I like Ben White. Tierney seems like a good character. And then oh, it yeah, is the, harmless. the Smith, Rome and Saka thing. And is it just they just seem like lovely chaps. I just the thing that I respect about Arsenal is they give the youth a go more than any other team. As in, it's United, Liverpool, City. I'm not going to include Chelsea because they're also quite good. No, United always have a, a, quite a good. Good yeah. few youngsters but, coming from me. All right, with Liverpool and City, we have like two or three players. Yeah. Who are about 21 or under. You know, yeah. Harvey Elliott is our, Harvey Elliott is our project, and that's it. Yeah. But even he's not like yours. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, he's like the only thing we've got. Yeah. Well, you've got Curtis Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh dear! This is t- taking a turn for Ben. Jones, I was saying he'd be on the plane for England last season. Yeah, I don't know what's like. That is the the biggest U-turn on a player. That when I was still trying to, I don't know. I don't even know what I was trying. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, that was lost on me to be honest. But uh, he's not in the team either. Left wing and right wing was quite tough. I thought there's well, left wing. I'm quite happy. I hope you've got the same man as me, Ryan Fraser. It is Ryan Fraser. He's proper back as well, Big Ryan. The last few weeks, he's been on the edges of a mention. Um, well done. He's he's back. The Eddie Howe relationship is going strong between those two. And he was absolutely sensational this week. Go for it. He's a, also, I thought Paul Pogba was quite good too. Um, Paul Pogba? Was he was good, um, but obviously not as good as Ryan Fraser. Um, surprising. One of them got three points, and I've got one. Exactly. Um, did Man United? I'm just like they, like they were good, but they just missed. They were like, all a, over them. They just, I think, what is it? Sixty-seven percent possession, twenty-two shots, and Ben Foster only had to make three saves. What? Yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> That's terrible. It's it's one man I blame. Hey. Ron. Yeah, it, he wasn't the only one missing the chances, though. No, he wasn't, but... I think, like, yeah. Fernandez had a few that he bottled. Uh, Elanga had one. I'm really... Like, Elanga's a nomination for right wing. I, I, he's not my first choice, but I've been really impressed with him as well. He seems like a nice guy. He's my based off, based off the fact he, that fact he smiles, but he seems like a nice breath of fresh air for Man United, who have had, understandably, a lot of bad press. Um, but yeah. it's nice that there's a, a a new young player on the block to kind of smile at. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong, to be honest. Um, but who's in for you then? Well, on the right wing? Yeah. 
Well, obviously, Foden deserves a shout. Yeah. However, I've chosen Elise. Me too. Yeah, awesome. There you go. He's so I mean, good. He He's going to get signed up by someone. I can see like a PSG just chucking his French. Yeah, he's French. He just took as much money as, as he wants at him. I can't see... Well, not this summer, though, surely. Probably not this summer, but I could just... I think he's going to get a big move. I, I he's got to stay at Palace for another season, I would say, and and maybe then you're right. But you can't sit. I don't see a, I don't see a, in my mind a Palace, a Crystal Palace to PSG. That's not something that screams out at me. I mean, maybe it could, but I see him maybe. Would you have said? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of an example. I don't know. Anything could happen in the transfer market. He can. I, I think he'll stay there. Maybe if he kicks on and has a really good start of next season as well, then maybe a big January move. He could be one of them. Um, yeah, that would be my prediction for Michael Elise's uh, career prediction. But he is—he is great. He's such a silky player to watch. Everyone knows he's he got an incredible left foot, so they just turn, put him onto his left, onto his right all the time, and he just sprints down. He just is his left foot's so good that. It's so easy for him to get onto his right foot and have a ridiculous amount of space on that because no, like it's just mad. He's just great. That's what I'm trying to say. He is, isn't he? Um, so there we go. Team of the week done. Um, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and somebody else all miss out, of course, because they didn't play. Who didn't? Who else didn't play? Chelsea, uh, Liverpool, City. No, no it was Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. I can't remember who else it was. Oh, oh, yeah. We were playing tonight against Burnley. Come on, the Burnley boys. Come on, you out. Um, so let's hope that. I think that's game week 22's game, though. So they're a bit late for the team of the week for that one. Um, but let's get into the questions. Most importantly, Ben, I'm going to say your favourite pancake topping is Nutella and strawberries. No. Oh dear. It's all right. Well, not uh, but no. What Yours is, is going to be something odd, but mine's golden syrup. Just on its own, just standard old golden syrup. Oh yeah, you can't go wrong. Okay, fair enough. Yours would be something weird. I don't know, but to be fair, it's probably going to be like lemon juice and sugar, so I'll go for that. No, I don't really like lemon. Um, mine is bacon and maple syrup. Ba- what? Oh, didn't know we were going savoury. Well, it's not. It's half savoury. The syrup is sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, I love a bit of maple syrup. Well, golden syrup. Golden you, maple. Have you ever had bacon on your pancakes? Mm, I think I've had it. Yeah, I've had it a couple of times, but it's no good. Nah, can't be mixing that stuff, man. Going to be having that for. I'm going to have dinner after this, and that'll be my dinner bacon on pancakes, and then I'll have dessert with more pancakes. Oh. Um, which I'm making from scratch. I've got that in my locker, by the way. I have not got that in my locker. Right, down to the footballing question, the big ones. Yes. Abameyang, what club did he score the most goals at? I'm going to go Dortmund. That's the, the number one thought. Uh, yeah, it is. Do you, want to, do you want to hazard a guess at how many? Um, well, like, he was there for what? 
he's there for a good three years. Yeah. Probably four, Wolf, maybe. I'll go three. Uh, he played Roycey. Played with Dembele. I'm going to go four. 126. 141. Ah, close. 92 for Arsenal. 41 for St Etienne. Who is bottom of the away Premier League table? Wait, you got 91 for Arsenal, you say, sorry. No, 92. That's pretty decent. Yeah. That's really good. Considering he's been scoring like five for the last two seasons. Yeah. Who's bottom of the away Premier League table then? Oh. I feel like it's going to be a shock. So I'd not to say someone like Leeds. I'll go Leeds. It's not Leeds. United. It's definitely not United. It is Everton. That's my third guess. Everton bottom, Norwich second bottom, Leicester City third from bottom. So there we go. Um, Playing away at Burnley tonight. Due an away win by the sounds of it, which is a bit scary for the Burnley boys, but we'll see. The Burnley boys being you. Yeah, that's exactly it. For Burnley. Yeah. Uh, your questions. I can't remember them. Who has the most Premier League man of, uh, Player of the Month award? Player of the Month and award. How many have we got? That is tough. Um, going to say Mohamed Salah. Right. And? Um, is that the correct answer? No. Okay. Is it Wayne Rooney? Nope. Oh, damn. Are they still playing right now or not? Nope. Okay. Frank Lampard? Nope. Steven Gerrard? Nope. Petr Cech? Nope. I have no idea. Sergio Aguero, twice in a row. Uh, I've gone for him as an answer. And they got nine. Seven. Damn. Sergio tripping me up two weeks in a row. Didn't you get the answer last week? Uh, it did, but not on the first attempt. Nah. Um, what was the second question? Uh, who has made the most consecutive Premier League appearances? As in, ever, like, ever, like the, the run has ended. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking initially it's got to be a goalkeeper. Okay, I'll because, give you that. Yeah, it's keeper. Because obviously they are the, the least rotational player. So who yeah. has gone in for a long... Is it David James? No. Rob you're Green. Right, you're probably around the right sort of era. Rob Green? No. Brad Friedel? Yes. Oh, what a pluck out of that. Yeah, I don't know what just plucked out of the how air. How many do you think he got? So how many's in a season? 38 in a season. I reckon he did like four seasons on the back. I reckon he's got 130. Nope. Higher. Way higher. Mad. 260. Higher. Flipping out. 400. Calm down. Oh, 350. He's got 310. 
Flipping heck. That's, a, that's like almost 10 seasons. Of, there's like nine seasons of football. Yeah. What a keeper I've that man is. Three different teams doing that, though. Yeah, but like not an injury. He didn't get rotated once. That's mad. Tottenham Villa and Blackburn. Blackburn, Tottenham Villa in that order. Good effort, mate. Good effort. Well done, Brad. Well done, Bradley. Well, there we go. Another weekend roundup yeah. done. Um, is it weekend roundup? I can't remember when the FA Cup is because Palace are playing the FA, FA Cup, Cup right now. This week. Is it FA Cup week? Have we got Premier League games on? We've got, yeah. By the time we, in a week, there'll be more Premier League games. There we go. We'll see you next week for another weekend roundup. Goodbye. Have a lovely week.